With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Part of the murderer's row of ball talk. Here's two-time Twins World Series champion manager Tom Kelly on the ride with Royce. Tom Kelly is with us. Say, I just noticed that uh, Billy Gardner had his 91st birthday last uh, last week. Uh, he, of course, uh, was the first guy that you had in the big leagues, right, as your manager? Yes, sir. Uh, that's great for Billy. Uh, keeps on ticking. Must be something in that water over there. <laughs> over there, that mystic. Or, or, uh, or maybe the beer. He'd have a beer, Billy. He's like to have a post-game Just beer, that's for sure. Occasional. It was uh, That was a blue-collar coaching staff right there, boy. boy. It was with Pod and Jim Lemon and Stelly. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, that was educational. And everybody stayed, and everybody stayed at the Super Eight, basically, right? We were Super Eighters. My <laughs> goodness gracious! And uh, uh, some of the, well, I don't know if they're legendary, but there were some card games uh, after those Sunday afternoon games, and uh, they got uh, to be pretty interesting, especially when we heard the trucks pulling in. You know, two, three, and four in the morning. So maybe we should quit. <laughs> the no, card games. Next thing we know, they're revving up again to go. So it was, uh, you know, there was some legendary card games there. Yeah. Uh, so one uh, night, Pat, mm-hmm. I got to tell you this: uh, we had some an old deck of cards. I don't mm-hmm. know what they were. They were something out of a carnival or something. And and Pod starts screaming. He says, "We're not playing any cards unless we have the bees. We have to have the bees." Telly <laughs> and I had ended up. I don't know where we ended up. We went like four different places before we found the. The bees, and uh, but we weren't going to play unless we were playing. The bees. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Uh, Slick always struck me as a guy who probably was a pretty good pool player and a pretty good card player in his days growing up in yeah, Connecticut. He's got some stories, and I don't know if you ever heard the one where uh, Billy said they were playing a card game and it got laid, and and uh, one of his buddies asked him to borrow four hundred, and so Billy gives him the four hundred and. And a uh, half hour later, they got help. Uh, a couple robbers come in and the guns and everything. <laughs> and so they're all standing up against the wall. And and uh, Billy, uh, the guy's holding his bunny. And 
just before the, the robber came to take all the money, the guy said to Billy, oh, here's your 400 back. <laughs> We're even. Oh, God. Oh, it was funny. It was funny. I don't know if it was true or not, but, but he, it, <laughs> he tells that story. It was funny. It was uh, great. And, yeah. of course, my favorite card game that you guys used to play, this was after Slick. This was when you were in manager. The Spanish cards with Pedro Munoz. And yeah. I could never figure out what was going on, but they had carrots and yeah, they had some vegetables. Was... And, <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of different horns and and uh, uh, king's crown. There's all kind of uh, elephant tusks. It was, uh, was called bristas, and and bristas. Uh, uh, well, Petey didn't have many friends. Uh, he was from Puerto Rico, and yeah. the, the Latins uh, they you know they have a little issue at times. So. Uh, Terry Crowley and I, we learned how to play Brista so Petey would have, you know, feel a little part of the group. <laughs> so we get these cards and I couldn't believe them. And, and the first two days, Petey won all the games. And yes. then after we learned the game, he never won again. <laughs> Who was the fourth? Uh, we played with three. Stelly played. Okay. Uh, also, but... Uh, you know, it was, uh, oh, so it was an individual game, not a uh, team, not a partners game. Mm, correct. Okay, because well, I always thought it was a partners game, no. and I was always confused. No, no. But Petey basically played in complete silence, right? I never uh, heard him. He starts screaming at me, and I drop. <laughs> I try to drop some Spanish on. Him. <laughs> I remember from high school, and and, and one day Petey, he, he's lost about. Two weeks in a row, he ain't won a game. So he starts throwing the cards and swearing in Spanish. I can't say what he said, but he starts swearing. He says, "And TK, TK, you you know two words or three words? He says, three words in Spanish, and two of them are cuando, cuando. <laughs> he didn't like my Spanish, I guess. Oh, man. It wasn't too good. Petey popped up and had drove in 90 runs for you one year, and then he kind of tailed you know, off. He hit that home run to right center field in that 20-some inning game, whatever mm -hmm. that was. And I know we all wanted to go to the dog track that night. We had that day game, and we were oh, yeah, we'll go to the dog track. It was a big crowd going to go out to Hudson. And, and so the next thing we know, we're still playing at 7 o'clock. Mm -hmm. At night and can't get the damn game over. <laughs> and Petey, I said, Petey, just hit one the right center. Just hit one, right? And he went up and popped one the right center. He went over the bag. I started screaming. It was uh, still too late to go to the track. <laughs> but, he was, uh, yeah. but he was, yeah, he was a those... good guy, really good guy. I, I heard he had a few. Of, he opened up like a fruit, fruit, mm. or a grocery fruit market type thing. Oh, really? And uh, he had some uh, apartments uh, that he bought and uh, was renting and, and uh, did did well for himself. That's good. That yeah. is good. Yeah. Boy, this 10-day uh, this DL, do you think they knew what they were getting into when they did this? Well, if you look at the transactions in the yeah. paper today, I had to take a nap after reading half of them, and it, it just kept going on and mm -hmm. on and on and on, and, and the crawl on the bottom of the TV, my goodness gracious, it just doesn't stop. Yep. with the DL and uh, and the, I feel and bad the, for that kid in Tampa, that Snell. I hope he's okay. 
Yeah. Because he looks like uh, he could be a really good pitcher in the future. Yeah. And, well, this, and they got the, of course, you can, you got to send a guy down for 10 days. This Ponce de Leon kid mm. dang near died last year, gets hit with a line drive, comes up, doesn't give up a hit in seven innings. They sent him out yeah, today. Right See? Out you, go. you pitch too much. <laughs> so we don't need you. So we'll get somebody else. Uh, it was. Uh, you think it's helped managers or driven them crazy? Well, I I guess you get used to it, Pat, because you know it's the worst thing that can happen. They could come up and you know Slagers did it. Uh, yeah. pitch six innings and you get you go back because you you can't we can't use you for, for two, two days three days and so we bring somebody else. I remember they called up Buddy Boshears out of no place oh, last year, and right. Buddy got him out for three innings, and right. boom, he was right. out of here. Right. It was the only time he ever got him out. <laughs> it's amazing uh, what happens. Uh, you know, you, you kiss your own fate there goodbye when you do good. You know, it's, it's unbelievable. You get in that position, and you go up and down, and, and uh, just because you pitch too good. You know, you, have to, you pitch good, and they move you out. Hey, I thought Smalley uh, made a good point last night. I don't know if you were listening, but... Uh, I watched some of the game. I, yeah. I couldn't take it anymore, so watching the Alberto get you a little... his slowness get to you a little bit or not? Uh, uh, I think he... Uh, like like uh, Roy was saying, he's got to throw it over. Yes. and He's uh, got good stuff. Yeah, well, you know, if you I don't mean, throw it over, it ain't yeah. too good. So... <laughs> But you know, Roy's trying to say the right things, and and uh, he does have uh, good pitches, and uh, his slider was just breaking way too much yesterday. I mean, the one fellow swung at one about almost hit him in the hands, but, but uh, then the change up is, is looks like a good pitch for him, and if he just throw the fastball a little bit more and get it over the plate a little bit more, he might be able to do something. But you can see at fifth inning, sixth, it, it goes quick. Yeah, it goes pretty quick for him, and. Uh, that's been his history, I think, up here. He's four or five innings. And, well, the, uh, one point he made, Smalley, later in the game was, Eddie's, get, Eddie's getting a hit here and there, but he's a little out of whack. Uh, yeah, I think he's, yeah, since he's, he didn't make the All-Star team, he's swinging a little harder and he's jumping at the ball. Uh, uh, yeah, I hope he gets back in the yeah, groove. face all them lefties yesterday. Yep. And, and uh, that got him out of, guys were throwing it from all over the place. And, they're not, and he wants to swing and, he ended up really chasing some pitches that weren't really in the area code. So, yeah, he 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 was uh, out of whack last night. That's for sure. What's a trading deadline do to a team? Uh, uh, you you went through thought, it some of the nineties. I never thought much, Pat. I, I I really didn't. I I think the players remain focused on playing, and I think they're most they're they're in their comfort zone when they're on the field playing. And so, uh, you know, if I, I, know, I know myself, I had a problem or two. Uh, you know, once the game started, things, that was, you know, everything changed. Uh, you, had a, you know, that was the fun part of the day. And I think for most players, they, uh, you know, they get, once the game starts, they get uh, in tune to what they're doing and focus on what they're doing. And, and uh, But, you know, I'm sure everybody's a little different and handle things a little different. But, uh uh, I'm sure it affects some, and, and probably doesn't affect many, some others. So, uh, you know, everybody's different. 
So you guys kind of fall back in 1990, uh, finished uh, last in the division, although not not a buried last. But uh, and then you bring in Jack Morris in 1991, and now he's going in the Hall of Fame. Uh, what's uh, first time you really met him? As far I mean, you'd had him, uh, you'd run into him as an opponent, but the first time you had him as a manager, what was the conversation? You got any idea? Well, we we ended up uh, kidding him a lot and. I don't know, playing jokes on him, stuff like this. <laughs> Loosen and, him up a little bit. Yeah, we try to get him in the flow, and, and uh, you know, I took him to uh, Bradenton to pitch. I said, Jack, you ever been here? <laughs> he said, no, Sparky didn't make me go on trips. So I said, well, you can get, you forget that because you're going. It's your day, you're going. You know, we don't play that game. <laughs> so her back, and you know, I, I, I. You know, I, I figured if uh, if I could go, the rest could yes, go. Yes, that was your uh, theory, right? You know, so the, um, and they, the guys pretty much had fun on the, they play cards and, and uh, you know, we had food on the way home and uh, we had a thing where whoever makes the most money um, buys the food. You know, so. <laughs> so I always make sure I always brought some kind of couple big shots and, and, you know, pay for the food on, on the trip. So, you know, and that, that killed some time with the food and, and uh, they got the card games and, and uh, whatever else they might have snuck on the uh, bus. But, uh, uh, you know, so... You know, it was one of them. Oh, by the way, Jack, you're, you're buying. <laughs> you know, you're not he, only he taking the trip. The not only taking the trip. You're buying. <laughs> yeah, you're buying too. Uh, the uh, uh, so, but I remember the first day where he was getting ripped on pretty good, left and right, and and guys were really getting after him. <laughs> he he come up and said he wanted to tell a story about. Pitching at uh, out in Provo there, where, where yeah, bring him here. College, yeah, and and uh, he told some story that, and somebody said I don't know who um, said after he was done. I, well, I guess you had to be there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that place roared. I mean, it was so he he got a good initiation on that trip. So uh, it was uh, fun. Um, uh, I don't know if I really had. A, like, I had talked to him numerous times, trying to sign him. When yeah. you know, telling him, you know, it'd be great to come over here. We need, you know, number. We need a front line guy, and and uh, we have a good team, and we just need to pitch a little better. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we could do some things, and I think he knew that. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, I, we talked. I, I can't tell you how many times I I talked to him. So I don't know if I really had that one, you know, sit down after he got over here or not. But uh, you didn't have to worry about him much, I would imagine, as no, a pitcher. I, I mean. The only time I worried was he got hit with that. Oh, he was funny. He he got hit with a line drive and and uh, where was that in Detroit? No, in Toronto. He got hit with a line drive in the forearm. And it puffed up. I went, oh, man. Oh, please. <laughs> but he he come up to me and said, I'm not going to throw on my... He usually threw on the second day yeah, yeah. in between. And uh, he come up and said, I'm, go- I'm just going to wait and throw on the third day. And he threw on the third day. And I was, you know, I was afraid to go down and watch. 
mm-hmm. and uh, uh, they come back, uh, him and such, and whoever the catcher was, I don't remember, but they were all smiling. I said, oh, thank goodness gracious. <laughs> but he pitched the next, he didn't miss a start. I mean, you, you, you know, these things happen now, and, you know, you're gone for a month. But uh, they, uh, he, he wasn't going to miss, and uh, he got lit up, I think, in Detroit. He didn't pitch good uh, one game. Mm-hmm. And he came in, I think they got a nine spot up there. <laughs> and for some reason, I left him out there, short in the bullpen or whatever it was. I left him out there, and he didn't want to come out. And, you know, and, he, and so he came in the dugout after the inning. He's walking in the dugout, and he said, boys, I've never lost with 10. <laughs> Put a 10 spot up. We're going to win this. <laughs> it was really funny. Oh, God, it was funny. But, uh, you know, he, he, you know he, he's gotten under that gruff uh, exterior he has, uh, or he did have. He don't think he has it anymore. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, you know, he would come out with stuff that, you know, was pretty good. You know, so uh, he was a good teammate and, and uh, uh we all embrace them, and, and uh, why not? You know, he's a frontline guy and uh, really deserves all the accolades that he's getting, and, and uh, his induction is going to be uh, very special for him. Okay. Hey, uh, thanks, DK. Talk to you in a couple of weeks. Okay, Patrick. Right. Have a good night. The uh, great Tom Kelly. And, uh, you know, what, what can I say? We get to talk to him again in two weeks. It doesn't get any better than that couple of minutes right there with TK. All right. We'll be back. This is The Ride with Royce. I see it as a car crash. I'm rubbernecking. On 1500 ESPN. And now, Joe and Pat present Sports Talk's Person of the Day. Congratulations, Daniel Ponce de Leon on making it to the big leagues. Here's a 1-2 pitch. And a strikeout. Ponce de Leon, his first strikeout in the major leagues. 3-2 pitch. Fly ball. Left field. Ozuna. He has it. The remarkable debut continues for Daniel Ponce de Leon. Daniel Ponce de Leon, by the way, wouldn't you like to have that for a name? That is a great name. Pretty cool. Yeah. It's spelled one word, by the way, Ponce de Leon, unlike the real Ponce de Leon, who was uh, spelled, uh, what, uh, three words. But uh, anyway, he's a right-handed pitcher, and he damn near died uh, 15 months ago when he got hit by a screaming line drive May 9th of last year. Uh, the Victor Caratini, who's now catching for the Cubs a lot, uh, hit a line drive that struck Ponce de Leon in the head. He had emergency surgery and remained in the hospital for three weeks after the incident. Uh, he came back and uh, started uh, throwing again, not not actually uh, throwing in a baseball diamond, but, uh, you know, in a game. But he in August, he started uh, conditioning himself again. Uh, didn't return to actual baseball until spring training. He began the year in Memphis 2018. On uh, on uh, June 11th, the Cardinals promoted him to the big leagues uh, in uh, 12 games. He was, uh, But he did not make an appearance with St. Louis and got optioned back on June 15th. 
So last night they called him up to pitch. He made his major league ad- uh, debut. Seven innings, no hitter. Mm. Seven innings, no hitter. And uh, the uh, Cardinals take a 1-0 lead into the bottom of the ninth, and the bullpen kicked it away, and they get beat 2-1. to one. And you know what his reward for that was? <laughs> You got know. sent to the minors today. No. He got sent to the minors today. Uh, Austin Gomber, a left-hander, was called up and will pitch Tuesday. Uh, so uh, in game 101 of the season, by the way, first left-hander to start for the Cardinals. What? First left-hander to make a start wow. for the Cardinals. Holy cow. <laughs> but uh, Ponce de Leon got hooked after seven. You know, he'd thrown, they couldn't run, keep running him out there. But uh, what a story, though. He gets uh, go, called back. And, I mean, yeah. you guys remember the video of, of oh, him man, getting drilled. I remember, I remember it, thinking yeah. this kid's never going to yeah. pitch again. I mean, he almost, gruesome. like you said, he almost died. Yeah, they didn't think he was going to pitch away. And uh, he was five and two and uh, with a uh, ERA at two forty one before he got called up by the Cardinals. Now, do they did they explain why exactly they sent because him back they, down or uh, just? Uh, well, to put it this way, Manny, my birds are a mess. Yes, your birds. <laughs> they are really a, are. They needed another starter, so that must have been the plan yeah. uh, mm. uh that must have been a plan i think that they're going to be one of those franchises in the offseason that plans on blowing this whole thing up oh, they have yeah. they almost have to uh, i think uh, i wonder if mozilliak is gonna that's what out. i'm wondering yeah okay. because they're just they're in complete disarray and they They've got into trouble the manager they got in trouble a couple years ago remember when they lost the draft mm-hmm. picks to because of the houston scandal it's just it's it's not good right now for uh, the birds i figured the kid was from the dominican or cuba or someplace from California. Oh. He's a California kid. <laughs> He's uh, born in uh, La, La, La Mirada, uh, California. And, uh, you know, signed by the Cardinals. And, uh, and of course, the real Ponce de Leon, Jan Ponce de Leon, he founded the oldest se- settlement in Puerto Rico. And, uh, you know, he was one of the great explorers. And he was born uh, in, as I said, in 1460. He uh, visited here in uh, 1500. He built settlements, did all that. I think uh, he ended up uh, getting in trouble with the uh, natives, though, right? Uh, in 1509, a struggle, a struggle between Ablanda uh, and Zelta. Uh, Ponce de Leon. Uh, I thought he got. Uh, I thought he got killed by the Indians, but he didn't, right? No, I guess in March uh, 1513. Ponce de Leon led an exhibition of three ships and more than 200 men to Bimini from Puerto Rico. In a month's time, he and his men landed on the East Coast, not realizing blah, blah, blah. Anyway, Ponce de Leon, uh, great name. I wish that was my last name. It'd be great. And then I could have Heinrich Ponce de Leon. Hi, Heinrich Heinrich Ponce, Ponce de Leon. I like it. Yes. That'd been pretty cool. Heinrich Ponce de Leon. Anyway, uh, the kid pitches no hitter and he gets sent to the minor league. Seven innings scoreless. Your Cardinals are about five hundred, right? Yeah, and they're the, falling uh, fast. The Pirates have passed them by. How about that? Ten uh, in a row for the Bucks. Mm. Yes, and the and the uh, general manager last oh, uh, two weeks ago said it's, it's up to the players to decide whether we're sellers or not. Now they've won ten in a row. And he's saying, he "Why did I say this? <laughs> Why, I wanted to get rid of all you guys. Now what am I going to? By the way." This is the greatest 
buyer's market in the history of mankind. Oh, I know. There's thousands of players available right now. Yeah. Uh, you know, well, and again, Bush. it's because you've got six teams with a realistic chance to. Well, you got the National League's got some balance to it. Uh, in this league, you got six teams. Do you think so, league. though? I mean, it, I think there's more mediocrity in the National League than there's yeah, balance. But you don't have to be great to go to the World Series out of the National I League. I think you do, though, because I, the Dodgers and the Cubs are still the, the cream Cubs, of the crop. Cubs, yeah, have no starting pitching. They got Lester, you know, Lester and nobody else. They got Quintana. Quintana's ERA is four and a half. Well, Hendricks is still Hendricks okay. Stinks. He's throwing ninety. <laughs> he's, I mean, he's mediocre. They don't have it. They need another. And you, Darvish is. Uh, yeah, you, Darvish has been awful. The, uh, yeah. They, you know, what they need Lance Lynn, Kyle Gibson. Give them all. Let's go, Lance Lynn to bore the hell out of the opposition. That'd be great. <laughs> Could you imagine a Lance Lynn started Cubs playoff game? Yeah. That sucker oh would take gosh. seven hours. Yeah. It certainly would, but he's available. That's right. For the right price, you can have him, Chicago. All righty. We'll be back. You got to like an entire big league coaching staff that's living at the Super 8, don't you? (laughs) And Gardner and Padres are roomies. Gardner's great line to Charlie Walters I had it the other day. He says, you know, because Pod used to like sit on the register and smoke. Cup and have a beer. He'd cup you know, the heater. And have a, he, he was addicted, to say the least. And he, Gardner's line was to Charlie, he said, how'd you like to be married to a former Miss Connecticut and wake up in the morning and see Pod's blue head? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he was a great oh. God, I loved him. He's still hanging in there. I don't know. Here's something in the that. water, as TK said. There's yeah. something in the water. Something in the, in the beer. I'll tell you, he liked his beer. John Height with a sports update. Thanks, Patrick. This update sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. You have enough things to worry about every day. Insurance shouldn't be one of them. You can leave worry behind when Liberty stands with you. Liberty Mutual Insurance. Twins Blue Jays again tonight in Toronto. Jose Barrios pitching for the Twins. Ryan Baruki, he's a lefty, pitches for Toronto. Uh, Twins lineup, Maurer, Rosario, Dozier, Escobar, Grossman, Kepler, Motter in right field, Polanco, and Wilson. On our you know, web- uh, I, I shared this with you off the air, but my favorite TK moment from that uh, interview wasn't the, the great yarn he spun <laughs> about Jack Morris. It was, I couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> I, I, I'm not sure if that was as much Mejia or Toronto using all the relief pitchers. God, I love him. <laughs> On the website, 1500ESPN.com, Matthew Collar writing about ESPN releasing its NFL quarterback tier rankings oh, project God, today. We yes. got to be, uh, how many tiers do we have, Johnny? Uh, we have three, I believe. Oh, three right, tiers. So 10, Here we go. 20, and 30, 21 to 32, or um, do we not necessarily? No, 15th, and I'll tell you, 15th is the top third tier quarterback, so there must be four. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, any uh, Mike Sando. Mike Sando took a poll of ten GMs, mm-hmm. five head coaches, ten coordinators, ten senior personnel executives, five quarterback coaches, and ten others with job titles, wow. ranging from assistant coach to salary cap manager to analytics director. Uh, Vikings quarterback Kirk Cousins rated as the fifteenth best quarterback. Boo! No respect. And the top, and the top third tier quarterback. Uh, Sandow quoted three sources on Cousins, one of which scrutinized his ability in the pocket. 
The offensive coordinator said, my biggest problem with Cousins is he's just so unaggressive in the pocket. When people get I around we him... Don't want a, we want a nice, calm, no, collected no, quarterback. Saying he, they're saying he gets tackled easily, basically. Oh, this will be what Zim needs, though, to say nobody's giving us, any, nobody's giving us a He'll chance. He'll have the quote like yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> the offensive coordinator said, when people get around Cousins and they squeeze him, he looks like he weighs 160 pounds, and that was Case Keenum's strength. He made more plays out of plays that could have been. I got him in the top ten, and I'm not. Uh, I'm not the biggest Viking homer, but I think he's a top ten quarterback. What is your uh, was your total tier ranking? <laughs> I don't know. You got four tiers, five. How many tiers are we talking here? I don't. I couldn't name four tiers. I could probably <laughs> name about fifteen of them. So I got him in the top fifteen because I know his name. I <laughs> want to know more about squeezing him. <laughs> hey now. <laughs> Here, I'll show you a video. He's a good Christian boy, and he doesn't do any of that. That's yeah. right. Well, I swear John said squeezing him. I did. That's what. That's the quote squeezing from the offensive him in the coordinator. Pocket, but I think yeah. it means I know, but, making know. him claustrophobic. I don't think it means grabbing him in a personal area. Okay. Personal okay. area. I just wanted to get that clear. <laughs> Kenny, here, it's more like this. See? It's, it's oh, probably yeah. a 15 well, That's called cupping. <laughs> <laughs> not squeezing. The links are in action tonight at the Let Target the record Center. show Royce, he just rubbed his forehead. Yeah. I can't believe I it. can't believe I am stuck with this. I was just trying yeah. to remember when it might have happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the uh, Lynx playing the New York Liberty tonight at the Target Center. This will be the Lynx last ball game before the All-Star Game. And All-Star Game is being played here also, of course, Saturday afternoon at the Target Center. Uh, you see, Dwayne Wade's been offered a $25 million contract. Play in China. He could have a statue, too, right next to Steph's. By the Zhejiang Golden Bulls. Is i got to take the deal and go over there and score 40 a game if I'm in. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Is he not going to get an NBA job? I mean, I, I know not for that money, but... Not for that money, it's exactly... I, 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 he's I mean, done. He's cool. And the... the I think there was thought that he was going to stay in Miami, but I don't think mm. the Heat have really reached out to try and get him back, so... He's cooked. He now, played too many games. I am not the world's biggest NBA uh, guy, and I don't know a lot of their players. But the fellow who's the highest paid player in Japan or in China, excuse me, uh, right now is named Andre Blatch. Should I know him? Uh, he was in the league for a couple of years. Power was forward, six ten, two forty. Played for the Nets and the Steph Wizards. Quit, finally, right? Yeah, Steph quit. He retired. Yeah, yeah. Marbury. Yeah, I think no. so. He's got a statue and everything over there. You got the Kenny Glare, Manny. You got the Kenny Glare. <laughs> Andre Blash played for the uh, Wizards, Kenny, for uh, a, a while, you, and and for Brooklyn as how well. How do you even have a girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> he's got Lord. a girlfriend, and he's going to take her to the Uncle Drew movie. Yes, uh, Harry oh, Irving right. movie. That's right. That's coming out. Johnny, you're good. Okay, thank you. Sir. No, you're not good. You're just done. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting shotgun on the ride with Royce. Have a nice ride. On 1500 ESPN. The ride with Royce now continues. First of all, 69. Offense. He was giving them the business. It's time for late hits. See, that right there is the problem with your generation. It's a million dollar move and a five cent finish. Talk a lot of smack for geriatrics. Shame you can't back any of it up. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Give me a favor. Huh? Hold my nuts. Oh, Joe, nuts. <laughs> Lock the door. Oh. These were peanuts. Yes, oh. these were peanuts. Don't do them like that, Uncle Drew! 
<laughs> Kyrie Irving was in New York Tuesday promoting the movie Uncle Drew. And uh, he, of course, has played him in the ads for Pepsi, is it? Yep. Pe- Pepsi ads. Uh, and I assumed that uh, the uh, it says here the the movie is premiering in Manhattan on Friday. No, it's been out. It's already been out. It's been out. It's been out. uh, I thought I saw June 29th is when it. uh, Well, what movie opens elsewhere before it opens in New York? I've never seen that before. But anyway, how did Kyrie get this deal? He must have a hell of an agent to. To, you know, he's a big name, but he's not a big, big, well, big and name he's, to hook him up as Uncle Drew. People have always kind of, he's he's got an interesting personality, too. He had the thing a couple oh, of years sure. ago with, you know, flat he said Earth the world and, was flat yeah, and all right. that other which stuff. Which I still which, think he was putting us on. Oh, he, he totally was. Mm-hmm. And I, he's just, he's kind of an interesting guy. And I think, I don't know, they, they just, uh, they put it together. And he was doing the commercials. Remember, Kevin Love was in the commercials, too. The State um, Farm was it? State no, Farm? it was Pepsi. Pepsi. It was okay. Pepsi for Uncle Drew, and Kevin Love was the other like older guy. Oh yeah, with the older that's right. I do remember. That. Well, uh, with these two things coming uh, colliding, of course, we also today had uh, yesterday had Enos Cantor, the center for the Knicks, pretty much saying it's a done deal that Kyrie and Jimmy Butler will be in New York next year <laughs> playing for the Knicks. And I was listening today as uh, Judd. Collar was sitting in for Mackey. Mackey's on vacation. Are they already formulating Jimmy Butler trade packages well, to send to the Knicks? I think that Judd has... Collar's a very level-headed guy who likes to study things, but Judd's ruined him. He was in on the, uh, you know, Judd, he, he got right in. I don't, NBA isn't Collar's number one deal anyway. So it's pretty, maybe you'll listen to the show today. It's pretty much a done deal that Butler and uh, Kyrie are going to be So Judd's already saying next... blow up the entire Timberwolves operation, well, blow to. up the whole roster, no, he and wanted just keep to do cat that. and blow up everything else. He wanted to do that, uh, you know, last year. You know, Judd was the one guy in the Twin Cities rooting mightily against him not to win that last game and make the playoffs and lose that draft choice. When they lost the season open to the Spurs last year, Judd was probably wanting them to blow the thing up. By the way, those two are very dangerous when talking about baseball. They had a little conversation because you know I was listening uh-huh. to Jason Stark and I, I, I Stark hope, was great today. I hope it was satire, but I think one of them said Mike Trout's batting stance is boring. Mm, no, well, they were actually Judd made a good point to oh. Stark about the fact that there aren't many goofy batting stances anymore. We don't have There's the Gary Sheffield, Stan Musial, you know, the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, and have I you watched was, Javi Baez hit? Well, that's uh, and yeah. uh, and. Uh, Stark brought that up. Yeah, he brought up Javi Baez, and and yeah, there's we, a few of them. Out there, we do need you know. like another like Julio Franco. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, yes. Craig Council. Mm-hmm. Craig Council had sort of the body twisting thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think Eddie's uh, stance is fairly unique with the um, carrying the bat as low as he does. Rosario, and, uh, are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, carrying the bat that low. But there's nothing. You know, there were a lot more homemade batting. You know, a lot more homemade. Cal Ripken batting. changed his every other week. Well, Rodney. Every Rodney would get into the batter's box with a different stance than he had last time, even after he hit a double. He was <laughs> his was made for the pitcher, whoever yeah. he was facing. Uh, and, you know, lefties, he was completely different with lefties. Mm. Except that was Rady, Rudy May, then he was sick. He didn't play. <laughs> didn't he have a, was it Nolan, too? He hated Rudy May. Oh, I thought, okay. Rudy May, he hated lefty for the uh, for some reason. 
former twin farmhand who they lost, by the way. Hey, what's what's going on with Gary Sanchez? Uh, he didn't run out of ball yesterday. Did you did, see this play? I never even looked, by the way, at the Yankee lineup today because there's a big campaign to not have him in the lineup uh, He's been placed on the DL, which a lot of the New York writers are calling BS. DL for what? what uh, they... A groin injury. Oh. If you didn't see it last yeah, night, but in... he said uh, he ended up apologizing for not running it out. Huh? And he should be. In fact, well, there if, were two plays. If right? I was Aaron Boone, I would have sent him to single A after that uh-huh. because it was a flat out embarrassment. It cost the Yankees a run, which would have tied the game in the ninth inning. He didn't run out a ball. Aaron Hicks beat the throw to second base. The second mm-hmm. baseman then relayed it to first and got Sanchez out to end the game. Well, Gary must be having a hard time hitting 200, huh? Because yeah. he was, uh, didn't seem to be his problem last year. So He also had a play where he botched a, a ball that got loose, and a guy scored from second base on the wild pitch. He's not quite as good a catcher as Mitch Garver. No. He's, uh, he's, he's a ball beater back there. But uh, I think I had him on my MVP ballot last year. Did ninth, you really? Ninth or tenth. Because, mm. you know, he had a great bat. Yes, he did. He yeah. caught all the games. And uh, that's too bad. He'll, 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 he'll shape up, though. I like him a lot. Todd Gurley uh, has signed a new four-year contract with the boy. Are they spending money this mm-hmm. offseason? And they they're still gonna, have to sign Aaron Donald yet, they're gonna too. They're going to be uh, capped out here pretty soon, mm-hmm. aren't they? Ah, uh, sixty million dollar. Way to go, Todd! Though four year contract, sixty million, forty five guaranteed. No, Atta that's boy, more Todd. like it. Atta Get, boy. Uh, there you go. That's seventy five percent guaranteed. Way to go! Because they'll steal your money. Otherwise, twenty million dollar signing bonus, and uh, one of the great draft picks in history. By the way, because he had the bad knee and a lot of. A lot of people were uh, afraid to draft him, and the Rams uh, thought he was uh, terrific, and And they uh, drafted him and uh, waited for him to get healthy, and not too many teams uh, like to do that. And by the way, upon that signing, Le'Veon Bell retweeted it and said, LOL, and people thought I was tripping. (laughs) (laughs) Le'Veon Bell, I heard this, I guess, from maybe it was Collar. A couple of days ago, he is the agent, uh, he has the same agent as Stefan Diggs. Oh. Mm-hmm. So anyone who thinks yep. Stefan is signing cheap can uh, can uh, Especially after that contract Brandon again. Cooks got last week. Not everybody's got an agent as stupid as Matt Dumba. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was that? Why? Why would he take $30 million for five years? That's decent for... No, it's not. Oh, come on. He should have gotten eight. Uh, you know, he should have gotten eight. What a dummy. Hey, hometown I mean, I discount. Eight years? Oh, I can see. No, no. Eight, or eight, uh, eight, 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 eight a year. I can see, okay, give me three years, 20, and then I will do this again when I'm 26 years old. Mm-hmm. But to give him five years for $30 million, what a dummy. But there was no there was, there was no, no move clause uh, thrown in there like the previous. No, I think they can trade him. I, I think he's fine. And Judd just already don't wants trade him traded. Him to, just don't, <laughs> no, Judd loves him. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think last year he wanted him released. That's what it was. Year. Yeah. Now this this year he loves him. Well, I agree with. Him. To me, they still should have the guy they should have let go in the expansion draft was Brodine, and you know because as I said, nobody ever goes to a hockey game and comes home and says, "Boy, that Brodine lit it up tonight." <laughs> He's a nice defensive player, but uh, you know they they'd be better off if they still had the two forwards and Dumba. They could they could have made Bro, uh, Brodine. And uh, anyway, Ohio State uh, fired uh, Zach Smith, an assistant coach, and of course, uh, Urban Meyer. Isn't it great to be a college 
because you can always uh, cite privacy things in the educational system and never, never offer any details. And uh, why somebody got fired? He's got the restraining order. The wife's got the restraining order, and he's been a he's a obviously Mm. looks like he's an abusive husband with the ex-wife. But uh, he got fired today, and of course, Urban Meyer citing privacy issues. That are uh, uh, that are in college, in college uh, did not with the uh, the other stuff going on with the AD is Ohio State going to be in a lot of trouble here with the uh, doctor? They're going to pay a big settlement for the uh, for the doctor with the the wrestling. Because remind me, who's the AD at Ohio State? It's Jim something or other, right? I can't remember his last name, but basically, a lot of people are accusing. No, 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 no. That's Jim Jordan. That's the congressman. Oh, is that I'm mistaken? Okay, I'm sorry. Who was an assistant wrestling coach? There. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, okay. it's not the AD. It's uh, it's this guy was this guy's been dead for thirteen years okay. or something like that. But Ohio State's going to end up paying a lot of money. And guess what? They got a lot of money. Mm-hmm. We'll be back. Now on the ride with Roycey, let's hear the boys' daily complaints. This has been such a happy day since we came up with the novel idea of Egan's Everyman that uh, I don't know if I have a daily complaint. How about you guys? Okay. I'm going to take this moment. I'll go as quickly as I can here. Uh, you get the reverse complaint here. Go I'm going to take this moment to beg for everyone who is on Twitter, who is listening to the Ride with Roycey right now, if you are on Twitter, go back search yes every and just search for anything <laughs> anything that you may have tweeted out rather was 5 years ago or 5 minutes ago anything that might be offensive to someone please just go back and delete it there is a uh, like if you're a Ravens beat reporter. If you're a Ravens, I, I think she's a blogger. <laughs> oh, but what happened now? She's a Ravens oh. blogger. Her name is Lindsay Okay. I don't know if Lindsay. Okay is a really her last okay. name, but. Uh, apparently she had a tweet, uh, what was it from Reavers, like maybe uh, like four or five years ago maybe or something like that? So basically she took a shot at Josh Hader and how we shouldn't give him the benefit of the doubt, Uh blah, blah, blah. Well, Uh turns out... Uh, She had a tweet uh, from uh, a few years ago that basically said that uh, NFL stands for N-word for life. Mm Mm-hmm, well... Yeah, I hope you had a nice career, young lady. Yeah, yes. and, and of course she uh, she she actually took a screenshot of her apology that said uh, those tweets from ten it was ten years ago those tweets from ten years ago that were taken out of context <laughs> do not reflect my oh. Pers- oh. Uh, personality, my beliefs, or the way I think and carry myself. So, in other words, yada, she yada. said the same thing Josh Hader did. Right? right. Yes, yes, exactly. Okay. The same Just thing be she careful Josh Hader for. when you point the finger mm-hmm. at somebody mm-hmm. else is yeah, the lesson. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, here's my daily complaint. Uh, this is courtesy of Lavelle E. Neal, Patrick. He, uh, he covers baseball for the Star Tribune. I don't know if you know who he is. Yes, he does. He's a veteran uh, of doing that. But he brought up a tweet, or he tweeted something a moment ago. Today is the one-year anniversary anniversary of the first of two Jaime Garcia trades. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Jaime was pitching last night. That's right. He, he pitched three, one, two, three innings. We really? might get him here. He, yeah, he got the last nine outs for Toronto last night. That's uh, that's after I had to give up on the squad because the game was taking too long. 
I didn't even get to see my guy pitch, and I was very mm-hmm. disappointed. Ah, what's your daily complaint, is the, sir? Uh, is the uh, Adrian Heath show in studio today? I believe so, yes. Well, they had a fantastic game. I was there uh, Sunday. Five goals oh, that's against right. uh, LAFC, and uh, it, was, uh, it was a good time had by all. And uh, my step- stepson proved that he knows all. Uh, my stepson, my uh, uh, grandson, he knows all. I said, look at that scoreboard and tell me what's different about this in hockey. And he says it goes up, not down. That's a sharp <laughs> kid right yeah, there. Seven. Yeah, he knows more. He than knows I. his sport. Took me three weeks to figure that out. And uh, what, what the <laughs> hell are they doing here? The sky, the clock is uh, ruined. I so think anyway. they're going to open the show talking about the scarf game. Uh, on the Adrian Heath oh, show. Okay, well, yes, I I got more scarves than I know what to do with. Man. <laughs> uh, good, but anyway, they uh, they're playing great at home. I think they're going to make the playoffs. Let me. Uh, That's a piping hot that sports right now. That's my piping. And this little guy, Quintero, he's good. A creep can roll, man. Little little, little tiny guy, but he's good. <laughs>